welcome to The Back of the Net, football podcast by football fans for football fans. Right, Rob, another episode of Back of the Net podcast. Indeed. How, how are you? I'm good. What episode are we on right now? Is this episode six? Six, number six, yeah. Wow, okay. The heady heights, number six. I'm telling you. Coming at you. <laughs> Live. <Yeah. laughs> Live-ish is right. From the east coast of America to the central midlands of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> to the COVID capital of Ireland. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, how are things? Yeah, all good? All good. Uh, international week. Uh, what can you say? What can you say? Really, really, I can say nothing. Just <laughs> awful, awful football. I mean, the one thing that the world needs right now is a bunch of players just traveling around Europe, yeah, from oh, country to from country to country. <laughs> it's just insane, isn't it? It's it really just, is. And the fact that they let Ireland compete in football is just ridiculous. <laughs> oh God, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, that's um, that's like number three on the agenda. We'll save that for a while. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. First uh, up today, Rob. Um, pay per view, Premier League pay per view. Uh, I see a little bit of backlash online. Uh, Fourteen ninety nine per game. Wow. Pounds. Wow. Pounds sterling. And this is this is for games that aren't shown on BT or Sky. So yeah, BT so and Sky good. usually show the the premium, like you know, like Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, Man United. Sort of games, so it's going to be the fans of Sheffield United, Villa, West Brom, Fulham that are going to have to fork out that much money to watch one game. It's insane. Un- unless they're playing Liverpool or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. Oh. Do they not have enough money? Yeah, well, <laughs> like this. This is the point. Like the, the the well is dry now at this stage. It's it's too expensive to get all the sports in, and now they want to start charging you per game. Like yeah. if it was if it was five or six euros or something like that, and it was a game I really wanted to watch, yeah, no problem, I'd pay that. Mm. But fourteen ninety nine, go away with that. Oh, where's they come up with these prices for yeah. God's sake? It's not yeah. as if it's not like they're not short of cash. They're, they're like the richest association in the world by a distance. Why, why do they have to come up with this? Like it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I I can't see it lasting at all. Um, you know, because like you know, how often do you play? You play Liverpool twice a year, you play Chelsea twice a year. Those are the matches, unless mm. it's going to be a derby, um, match, a game like between West Ham, let's say, and Chelsea or something like that. Then you're going to pay for it. But I don't like, know. I, I think can, it's like really short sighted and selfish. Like I can understand where they're coming from, and um, they want you know like West Ham and fucking Stoke City, you know, not you know, yeah. Sheffield United, not Stoke City. I knew it was a red and white club, but yeah. they want them them matches to be on television. But they want to monetize it. But who the fuck wants to watch that outside of, you know, this this is this goes back to the the conversation that we've had multiple times about um, streaming services. Yeah, you know, just put it on a streaming service. Get rid of the, this model of Sky Sports and BT Sports. Get rid of them. Put it on a streaming service, and then. You just pay for the club you want to watch. And, okay, so like there's, I mean, there's good and bad with that because it'll just end up with a group of, well, I suppose it's where, um, 
where your 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 interest in, in football lies because if it just lies within your own club like Liverpool or City or United or Fulham or West Brom then yeah sure go ahead and pay for those games because those are ones you want to see but if you don't want to know anything about football then you'll do that but I, I just, actually I just catch but, the but I go back but I go back to last weekend I I, I know Liverpool lost seven two I'm a Liverpool fan um oh, I like it was a, a weird game but the game I, I liked the most was a one all draw between um. Leeds and uh, Man City and I'm not a fan of either club but I wouldn't have got the chance to see that but I know it's different where I live I know in, like in the US mm. and stuff I get like free free to air because it's not at a premium over here but that's what I would have been missing if I was living in Ireland or England or something like that and that yeah, was no, you know I, do, that is a valid point but what I'm saying is not even necessarily I mean like if you have it on a streaming service you can spread the cost of the Premier League amongst a much wider audience, so it doesn't cost as much. I don't understand where they need to make up the money. They're it, they're disgustingly rich, yeah, and, pro- and profitable, and the yeah. clubs are. They the don't prim- need to make all this like all this extra cash. I I I don't understand. Mm. The Premier League is richer than the next three associations, biggest associations put together. It, it turns over more money than the Spanish League, the German League, and the French League combined. Really? Mm. Oh wow! I didn't realize that. That's how that's how powerful it is. Wow. Okay. Well, I I knew they were more profitable in, in, than um, La Liga and Serie A and stuff. And I know like Serie A have been doing a thing where they're trying to lure players like Luis Suarez by offering like um, 50% tax rebate on your wages over a certain amount, which is how they got Cristiano Ronaldo. And foreign colleges. (laughs) Suarez going on speaking speaking Italian, huh? Mamma mia. Wouldn't be like him to cheat on a test at all, huh? Not at all, not at all. He wouldn't do a thing like that. Sound lad, hey. Sound lad. Pull up the floorboards, looking for pipe. Oh, um, <laughs> no, but it, it's 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 just it seems like it's just like overindulgent and I, I, at the worst time and at a time as well where Man City's owner is saying, "Oh, we should have a Premiership B league below yeah. <laughs> below the Premier League," as if the as if the EFL sides aren't suffering enough. Yeah, but a big criticism is put there is that. Um, uh, you know they're they're looking for all this extra money for you know non televised games, and you know you have teams like Man City and Chelsea there spending hundreds of millions on players, and now yeah. you know what I mean. And now they're forking out more money for fucking for games that uh, like it's just it's so wrong. This should be trying? covered. This should be covered in the TV deal. If you subscribe to one of them stations, all all matches should be televised. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's just like I've no problem with um, if Liverpool want to just do their own channel and televise the games or Chelsea, whatever. I'm just saying that the knock-on effect will be more of a, a tribal uh, outlook on football and less of a, an objective view on football. I think, like I, I, I solely don't want to just watch Liverpool games. I, I enjoy watching. I, I love watching Leeds right now. I, I'd watch a Leeds game tomorrow. Mm. Um. But I wouldn't subscribe to the Leeds football channel if it's going to be whatever the cost is going to be. Do you know what I mean? I'm obviously going to subscribe to Liverpool. So what I'm saying is that it's just going to like isolate an awful lot of... It's going to put an awful lot of um, 
supporters just in corners where they won't get to access yeah. no, any but, other um, type of football. And look, that's a fair point as well. But what I'm saying is, right, if you have football on a Saturday, and look, the majority of games are played on a Saturday, every one of them games is televised. Every one. So why aren't they on television? So people can watch the game they want to watch. You Like over here, I know it's different in America where you, you have all of them. But over here, we don't. We have the one or two games that each different channel is paying. If we want to watch them all, we have to have about five different subscriptions. It's ridiculous. That it's is ridiculous. ridiculous now. It is. And when I was living there, it was only BT or um, Sky Sports that had it. And now there's four or five different different networks, streaming services, platforms that you can do. And, and... Well, you have, you have Sky Sports, <coughs> excuse me, Sky Sports, BT, uh, Premier Sports, Amazon, uh, and that's just four. There's probably more. Yeah, and and you're a Liverpool, you're a Liverpool fan, but you can't. I mean, you can't access all. You can't pay for all four or five platforms. No. In order to watch all Liverpool games, it's 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 an absolute disgrace that that, yeah. that it's gone that way. It really is. It, it's so bad. But like, there's games there every week that you know. Okay, so Liverpool might be playing Man United, and that's obviously going to be the biggest draw. Yeah. So they're going to put that on, you know, Monday night football or something like that. Yeah. But what about all the fans like West Ham who? I'm not picking on West Ham in particular. I'm just saying the smaller clubs who don't be on television as much. Yeah. You know, don't they have the same right? To see their clubs play, every I mean, in the, even if it's fucking you know a bottom of the table that no one's interested in. I mean, they should, but they don't. Yeah, because that's how the that's what the people want. I mean, what they're given is you know they're given the games that the people want at the prime time viewing time. So like Sunday afternoon, uh, Monday night, uh, Saturday evening. These are all the prime time slots, and and that's why you don't see teams you don't see an awful lot of time you don't see teams like Sheffield United or Aston Villa or maybe West Ham in these slot times yeah. but what it does what I'm, what I'll just repeat what I'm saying is that it just takes away the fact that like you're not accessing other teams games or other parts of football or other management yeah. or other players or whatever like even players yeah. um so i would be against it but that you know but it's go, it's going the way it cap it's really going in a weird direction over there mm. but yeah. Football is a premium over there. I mean, it's like American football over here. Absolutely. You know, it, it's it's the same thing over here. You pay, over here you can pay to watch the Patriots or or the Dallas Cowboys. Over there, it might come to a stage over in Ireland, and England, and stuff for Europe where you just pay for to watch the um, the team that you want to watch. But yeah. it just mean it just means that you have less knowledge about football. You just get embedded. Uh, yeah, I, I'd still be more in favour of a streaming service where you can watch all the games. I just think it's a far, far better way to go. And in this day and age, you know, whether it's whether it's broadcast out to um, Amazon or Netflix or something like that, or the Premier League decide to do their own one, but charging fourteen ninety nine to watch a one off game is ridiculous. I know. It's like just it'd be, way it'd be to cheap. Rip off yeah, fans. It'd be cheaper just to subscribe to fucking Sky or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're already. I mean, the fans are already ripped off enough. Yeah. And now they're just like going into their homes and ripping them off even more like directly yeah. like walking in the door and saying listen do you have to pay this much I know you paid a season ticket uh, we're not refunding you for that but you know, you're going to have to pay to watch uh, your favourite team play it's an absolute fucking disgrace but it doesn't surprise me the way the premiership is run to be quite honest no. with you it's, it's, it's gone it's gone really really too far the wrong way it's just it's pure greed now pure yeah. greed and it's it's 
it, it like I, I get that it's great if you want to survive because there are certain clubs out there that need to go that extra distance in order to kind of like pay a wage. I mean, people have been furloughed, have lost their jobs, and these are like minimum wage people. Mm. Um, you you and, see Arsenal there letting go of their mascot after twenty seven years. They fired their mascot. Yeah, and after the same day to spend fifty million on on, on a player, uh, Thomas Party. Yeah. Uh, so they spent fifty million on him, and uh, they let go of their mascot. And uh, I seen uh, I seen Seville put up a tweet. Did you see that Sevilla? I did. Yeah, yeah. It's so good, wasn't it? <laughs> it was so, smart. Yeah, it was smart. Yeah. It was good. But like, yeah, you you spend fifty million on a player, and you let your mascot go, who's probably costing them thirty thousand pounds a year. Yeah. You know, and, it's one week wages for a, a mediocre player in that squad. Yeah, I, I mean, well, in fairness, Partey is probably going to be a class player, but, but that has nothing yeah. to do with it. It's, it's the 50 million that they paid yeah. at the same time. No, but what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is they probably have a youth player who's only up from the academy on 20,000 right, yeah. a week. You know, that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? So, like, he, he wasn't earning fortunes. No, like, and I... I, I even at the time, I mean, going back to when Liverpool were doing it, I mean, Liverpool tried to furlough some staff um, at the start of the, the pandemic when all the team, like, Liverpool made, like did, did a complete um, foot-and-mouth decision um, when they started doing that. Um, so they're not in, they're not uh, excluded from the whole argument either. Absolutely not. Um, but it's just, I feel like it's just bleeding people dry at a time where they're being bled dry Already by the the economy, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I mean, football right now is an absolute break from reality. Uh, it's a break from the stress and and uh, the the absolute pain that people are suffering. You just switch on the TV, and all of a sudden you don't have to pay for a premium. You have to pay for Sky Sports. Maybe it's on terrestrial TV. You switch it on. There's football on. An hour and a half is gone, and you don't have to think about shite, yeah. but just looking at a ball being kicked, exactly. and and. Even if it's like I said, even if it's Leeds and, and Man City and it distracts you for that amount of time and you're entertained, fantastic. Uh, and the fact that they're charging a premium for it now, I, like what else are they going to charge for? It's that is insane. Yeah, you'll probably have to. They'll probably adopt the Ryanair model where you can watch the pictures for fourteen ninety nine, but the commentary is an extra fiver. <laughs> well, do you know what? Some of these commentators, I'll tell you what, they could do and, just paying fourteen ninety nine. You're not paying for the extra fiver. <laughs> And if you want ad breaks at the halftime show, you probably have to pay extra for your ads. <laughs> who were the uh, who were the commentators over there now? Uh, God, there's that many of them now. Um, Martin Tyler and Cara and uh, Neville and um, Alan Smith. <laughs> yes. Oh, David, it was Alan Smith. That's right. Yeah. He's a he's a lisp and he played for Arsenal. That's the fella. That it's was a chance. Game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Charming man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of um, that's kind of where we're at with the the pay per view. It's a it's a bit of a shit show. Just looking, reading online, it ain't going down well. Of course not. No. No, it ain't going down well. So I don't think this will happen. I really don't. You think it's going to get like revoked? It's going to not go ahead. Yeah. Like, I remember years ago, Sky um, used to have pay-per-view. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do, yeah. And they'd put the big premium matches on pay-per-view, right? Yeah. Okay, you were paying your subscription. It was a bit of a pain in the ass. But the matches were €5. Euros. Yeah. 
it wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't. Right, so look, the second thing on, um, obviously it's a, a slow Premier League weekend. So we were just having a, a chat about a few things, but what's, what's next for Leo Messi? Will he join City next year? Or will he just be that bit too old? Should he I, come to the Premier League? I, 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 I don't think City are concerned with age. Uh, when yeah. it comes to Leo Messi, they're concerned with marketing and putting out that image uh, that they're the best club in the world, they're the, the most uh, viable and profitable, and you know, look like the club everyone wants to go to. And if the the best player ever in the world wants to go there, then who doesn't want to go there? Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he does end up there next year. Mm. Um, but. I don't know. It's 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 a strange. It, it, it depends. Like you said earlier on in a, in a previous pod about like Kuman being like a an interim manager. Like he's gonna he's, he lasts so long before they get Xavi Hernandez in there, and that might get. Um, and then obviously the president being changed might get Leo to Leo <laughs> might get Messi to um, change his mind. Um, mm. So those might be the factors might influence his decision. I would think. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if City did, and it wouldn't surprise me if he went, because neither of them have fucking morals. <laughs> but but apart from everything else, um, look, a, a couple of points here. If the new president comes in, and like he says, he's going to bring Javi Hernandez in, mm-hmm. I could probably see Messi staying then. But the other side of it is, Barcelona can't afford him. Like, they're they're sending out... Players there, left, right, and centre, and the fact of the matter is, he's costing them forty-five million euros a year in wages. I think that out of everyone right now, they will try to afford um, Messi by offloading some players. That's why they offloaded Vidal. They're trying to offload Dembele. Um, so I think they're trying to create a balance um, where they can afford Messi because the last. They don't want Xavi Hernandez coming in without Messi. Do you I, know what I mean? I don't. I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be surprised if there was some arrangement there where Messi became his assistant or something. Yeah, or even Sam Allardyce. Bring in big Sam. Big Sam Stop for the, Barcelona. Steady the ship. <laughs> or straight for a fucking iceberg. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> Priceless stuff. Oh, God. He's just sitting down in the corner of a pub drinking a pint of wine next to the fire. <laughs> With a fucking 20-pack of Benson and Hedges. Uh, you just know it. <laughs> Big old Sam. You're always welcome, Sam. You're always welcome. Call us, Sam. Call us. We, Join us. We There's no way we can afford you. There's not a brown fucking envelope big enough. Wasn't he, wasn't he brought down as England manager over something like that, wasn't he? Oh, he, so- uh, he was brought down over some shite like it was he was talking about um he was just talking about how it works yeah and how how it works is like you know it it, it goes in the the kind of um the, the fringes of gray when it comes to transfers um mm. and he got fired for it and then would have a school teacher in Garrett Soket. so lovely stuff. although I, I it's not wouldn't be like sky sports to blow things all out of proportion but they had um, an article today, I don't know if you saw it, about the greatest England forwards of a generation. Oh, Tom. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, Calvert-Lewin has played one fucking game and he scored for you. Come back, back to me. 
Yeah, I said, like, come back to me when he has 10 caps under and he's scoring every one of them. Uh, Ireland, Slovakia, thoughts? Did you watch? Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched the first half and then was so bored. I actually didn't care. I can see what you're saying there. They were trying to do something new. But the fact of the matter is, they just don't have the players. Now, I don't know whether to have players coming up from the under-21s that are good enough. I haven't seen enough of them, but you know, they're just I'm, like they had a few chances there, but it's just boring to watch. I, I I don't know if it's just Ireland or it could be all international football. Maybe I'm just spoiled watching Liverpool the last couple of seasons. I think international football itself has a reputation for being extremely boring. Um, uh, we, but the the generation that we are, where we grew up, we were spoiled. Because we qualified for European Championships and we qualified for World Cups. And now all of a sudden it's like a massive dirt and we can't qualify for anything. But with that, we play shit football. Dogs. That you cannot watch and enjoy. No. And look, for me, like for me it's all about enjoying it. You mm. know? I spent too many years watching Liverpool when they were rubbish. So I just I enjoy being entertained. If I'm watching a football game, I want to be entertained watching it. Yeah, well, I think anyone who's a Liverpool supporter um, at our age grew up at a time and supported the club at a time where they were at their least like success, like mm. they they achieved the least success at the time that we were supporting them. So we need, you know, it's no it's no harm to ask for a little bit of a you know a cup here or there or yeah. you know, quali- qualification here or there. Um, but Ireland are, uh, they have a dearth of players. We always produce centre-backs and goalkeepers. We always do that. It's just in the creative part. And the way football is going with the formations, the 3-4-3s, the 3-5-2s, the 4-3-3s, Ireland don't have an awful lot of players in those positions at, in the top leagues, in basically in the Premiership, because that's where, where they would be yeah. well, playing those even, positions. Not even the Premier League. Like, there's no one in you know the Championship I mean, performing. They have. I mean, they're they're they have Adam Ida for Norwich, who's in the championship, but not. He's doing okay. It's all it's all a prospect, and I suppose what they're probably going through is a thing where you know there's all youngsters coming through and whatever, which is grand, whatever. Uh, it's good, um, but uh, it's just you know success won't be given now. If Jose yeah. Mourinho was the coach of this team, he'd walk away oh, because. God. Because he would look at them and go, yeah, I'm not going to achieve success right now. And Can I get a passport for Didi or Drogba? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, that's, I, I, it's just, it, you know, it's, it is hard to watch Ireland play. It is really yeah. hard to watch them play. It is, yeah, definitely. I mean, as I said, I haven't really watched an Ireland game. And I did my best to watch this, but it just was just so dire to watch. Yeah, it really was just oh they got the ball we got the ball there was no skill it was just hoof it up the wings or hoof it over the forwards oh so frustrating to watch but I do think like Stephen Kenny is trying to trying to breed into the players a, a certain way of playing um, Agree, agreed I mean if you've seen any of his um, under 21's team they played football on yeah. the ground football Yeah. Um, I don't think he has the players to play that in thing whether he's waiting for a few of the under twenty ones to come in, come true, and, yeah. and to to play that way that he he's mm-hmm. taught them, 
look, I'm all for that. I want Ireland to do well. I want us to get uh, to a European Championship. It's like when we got to France uh, a couple of years ago, the atmosphere was great and all that, but the fact of the matter, matter was, we were dire. That's true. We lost yeah. every game. You know, I, we were just dire. I will say that um, as a like a supporter, we would want them to go through, but as I hate the FAI, the absolute fucking, the worst run business you can think of, uh, I'm glad they didn't because it impacts them. Um, and it just like highlights how how the shambolic nature, like the shambolic uh, nature that 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 that, that, that 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 business was run. So yeah, well, to be know. fair, now I mean the FAI has been gutted, and it's in receipt of government funds now, so it has to be you know all accounted for and all that. But I think, I think that Delaney fella has big questions to answer, and how he is not sitting in jail for embezzlement or something. Is he walked away from it. And, yeah. and he walked. He walked. He away walked away it. and got paid. And for the it. government, yeah, the government again bailed them out. Yeah, you know. And then they're looking at the IRF, what the IRFU and the GA do, like a sharing thing. Take on some of our debt. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> no, we run our businesses quite well. You're grand. That that's um, that's what they were saying. They were said. They were talking about uh, the the joint ownership of Lansdowne Road. Yeah. Um, well, it's not joint ownership. I mean, the IRFU, I think, owned the ground, but the, the stadium itself was financed by the, uh, the IRFU, and they were trying to get the IRFU to buy the whole stadium. Mm. And they said, well, well no, you, you know, that's not happening. I mean, this is what we agreed. They have to honour their agreements. Yeah. Uh, only in Ireland. Only in Ireland. Really, really, really truly, only in Ireland. It's yeah. fucking cronyism and you know it's so bad there's two it's businesses so... in Ireland that run like well Kerry Gold and Board Beer <laughs> do you get your Kerry Gold out there do you? oh I do I, I fucking do I make sure of it I get me Kerry Gold daily spread and toast oh lovely good artery clogged butter oh I'm telling you with a bit of honey on top of it no better <laughs> no better <laughs> Oh yeah. So uh to summarize that, Ireland bad. Yeah. <laughs> Ireland bad. I want to see them do well. You know, I want to see him bring them young players through, play football. I mean, if you play football and entertain me and lose, I'd be happy. I'd be happy. I want to see them win, but I just want to see them play football. I don't know if Ireland have ever played football well and lost in our lifetime. No, well, as you said in the last pod, they played hoofball. They did, and we won, and people were happy with that. So, I don't know. Yeah, but like what I'm saying is, you know, if you're winning, it's fine. If you're playing shite and you're winning, it's fine. But if you're playing shite and drawn and losing, it's not fine. Well, I think the fact that, yeah, I think that's the problem is the Ireland were playing so fucking shite and shite football, and they were qualifying. But that's because the qualifying nature was made easier. Um, You know, people were like more tolerant of it. Yeah. And now we we can't even qualify for a competition that's taking place in our our own city. So, or will it take place? Who knows? Coronavirus, you crazy bitch! You absolutely. We might even win it because of it. We don't know. <laughs> I haven't even qualified yet. We could be the champions. Could, I like yeah. it. I like it. I like Ireland, it. Ireland, Finland in the final. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. And no one's going <laughs> to watch that shit. No. Um, right, next one there. Uh, I was reading an article today that uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is a dead man walking. What do you think? Uh, well, I think he's been. And a I dead don't man mean. I don't mean he's like um, going to be killed. No. Well, he doesn't work for Man City, so like that, that won't be covered up. Um, oh, political. <laughs> I, uh, I think any time that he walks away from that club or he's pushed away from that club, it's going to be done in a very diplomatic way. It, it, it's going to be nice. It's not, he's not going to be fired like Jose or Louis Van Gaal or David Moyes. He's going to be sent off. Going, he'd probably have a statue. Uh, any time that he will leave the club, uh, when Ole leaves the club or is asked to leave the club or is fired it'll always be within a mutual agreement it'll never be where he's actually has to go and he's fired like a deadline day or anything like that it won't be as highlighted he will leave he'll be eased out is what i'll say because you he think? is such a yeah he's a legendary and he has so many friends in the media he's so many friends within man united so he'll not go like that and it'll be eased in where he like probably shakes the hand of the next of the next um, manager, whether it be Pochettino or God, if it's Pochettino, Jesus, I mean, then you're gonna worry. But yeah, like I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, you Pochettino a couple of transfer windows there. Yeah, I, I, th- I think he'll he'll do um, he'll do, he'd do a good job. And if I was Man United, that's who I'd be going for right now because I think it's obvious. I mean, it's obvious to me. Is that we're we're not football people were just fans who talked shite about football mm-hmm. but I think it's obvious to me that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer can't cut it at Man United No he's out of his depth yeah. uh, he's been given an awful lot of slack by the um, administration and the administration like um, have been taken an awful lot of blame but I mean not every manager gets the team that they want get the players that they want so you have to do what you have like you have to do the best with what you have and this this year is the most open year oh. since Leicester as to who's going to win the Premiership. Anyone and, can do it. Yeah, and I mean, maybe they're, they're, they're hedging their bets on that. Maybe they're thinking, you know, this year's a bit weird. We could get a situation where, you know, we get a few games and we win and whatever like that. But oh, I, I, he, is not, he, he doesn't come across as a Man United manager. The, the, the United that we grew up with, that we had to play play against and be annoyed with every day we went oh, to school with. Bastards. He doesn't come across as that type of manager. No. Uh, neither did David Moyes. Um, Van Hal did. Mourinho did. But they just don't have the players right now. And, they're, and they, again, their policy of, of transfers and buying players is absolute scattergun. It's crazy. So I, I, honestly, I honestly believe if Man United had given Mourinho another year or two, yeah. I think he would have had that. And given him the players that he wanted, I think yeah. he would have he would have he would have turned that turned them right around because I think he's proven that at Tottenham now what a good coach he is. Um, yeah, he he may have. Um, I mean, they they always say the Jose factor is three years and then he's gone. Maybe he could have. Um, yeah. He was definitely not going to turn around Paul Popa because no one has since he's been there. Not one manager has been able to turn around him as a player. Oh, um, and did you did you see Paul Pogba in the in the media saying that it's his dream to play for Real Madrid? Yeah, and yeah, he's not good talk? enough to play in a mid Premier League team. He, I'll tell you one thing: he'd be protected 
he definitely will be protected at Real Madrid. There's no doubt about that. He wouldn't be... He's in the midfield right now with who? With McTominay, Fred, um, Matic. God, I mean, these... United really have blown their wad on some shite. <laughs> exactly, I just said. <laughs> so, and then if he goes to if he goes to Madrid, he has Tony Cruz, Casemiro, Rodrigo. Mm, I suppose there might be a better player. Yeah, so I'd have to even at the back to have um, to have uh, Courtois goals. You know, to have um, Varane, to have Ramos, as opposed mm. to Maguire and Lindelof. So his mistakes will be more forgiven. And plus, it's a different way of playing football, too. I mean, I know everyone's saying everyone's playing, like, all the teams are playing a, a style of football. But in Spain, does not have the speed of the Premiership. That doesn't make it any, anything, anything worse or anything better. But it, it just doesn't. And Pogba, yeah, it's just, it's just different. It may suit Pogba's style. And he may be forgiven for all the failings that he does have, but he is. How long has he been playing? He's been there at United for what, three, four years? For three, three, four years. Um, is, did, didn't he? He moved there. He moved there uh, just the year that France won the World Cup. I think it was. Um, I think it was before that. Well, yeah, no, like I mean, just that that season that they won it. the, yeah. the season before they won it. Um, yeah. But if you think back to that World Cup when France won it. Pogba was a different class in that World Cup. Him and Mbappe bossed that World Cup. Yeah, well, France have a world-class team. But, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, everyone's like, everyone's to having Gola Kante as the like <laughs> the best the best defensive midfielders in the world, and then you go to United and have McTominay or Matic. That's what I'm saying because I think what I think what's happened an awful lot in Pogba's career is that. All his failings have been forgiven by the players that he's played with. Okay, Rob, so as you just uh, pointed out to me there, that it's uh, just been announced that Liverpool's game against Sheffield United has been moved for Sky Box Office. Yep. £14.95, probably around €17. Correct. Please please explain the disgust I'm feeling right now. On top of your... Uh, your Sky subscription, which I don't know how much it is right now. I suppose you can get different packages, but you have your Sky subscription, and then you have your your 17 euros, 14.99, whatever it is, uh, to pay pay for one game against Sheffield United. I think this just might be the downfall of the Sky Sports model. Well, it's BT are doing it too. Yeah, no, I know that, but this will be the downfall of the model. I mean, if it goes towards like we talked about um, previously, if it goes towards um, the uh, just the team, the, the the clubs putting out their own TV station and and the live games going on them, then this is the way to go about it. This is what's going to happen. You know, buy a package for two or three hundred for the season, and you get to see all the games, Champions League, Cup, whatever. Mm, see, I don't think that'll happen because the Premier League. If you're in in the Premier League, you own chairs in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And so they they sell their broadcast rights as a whole together, so it benefits all the clubs together. Ah, uh, yeah, it benefits certain clubs in different ways. I think yeah. some clubs benefit more than others. Well, it's obviously. definitely not. It's definitely not a share of wealth. No. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how much money these clubs. I want to say these clubs. I'm talking about United, City, Liverpool, Chelsea. How much money do they need to make? You know how much, how many people have to lose their jobs? How many staff have to be furloughed? And then, how, and then the, the same people that are supporters have to buy extra subscriptions to watch their football team. 
Mm. Fucking should be ashamed of themselves. It's disgraceful. Like fans can't get into the stadiums, so now they're going to screw them again. Yeah. Like yeah. this, just the greed just can't continue. The, the the well is tapped out everywhere. You know, it's ridiculous. I said if, if there was, if it was five or six euros, and it was a game I really wanted to watch, like it was Liverpool Man United or something, mm. then yeah, I'd watch it. Otherwise, I'll just watch the highlights. And that's the sad thing because I, I I don't want to watch the highlights of Liverpool versus Man United. I want to be yeah. in the game watching it live. So do I. Going through it instead of you know catching the result afterwards and mm. watching the fucking highlights of yeah. what but other people expect you to watch. But I'm not I'm not paying fucking fifteen sixteen euros for it. no way, Dan. No, and even and I, if even if you could afford it, even if you could afford it, like it's 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 a small minority of people that probably could afford it without even question. But the, for the diehard, let's say Liverpool supporter who's like. Possibly working class and has a family and has mortgages and bills and everything like yeah. that, and then they can't watch their their own football team live in the yeah. stadium for their season ticket, and now they can't fucking watch them live on the television. Well, the way the way I look at it is, if that was if that was going to be a choice for something, it'd be a choice between watching a football match or um, buying a six pack of beer. Yeah, I know which I'll buy. I'll buy the beer all day fucking long and watch the highlights. That's, <laughs> That's what I do. I'm telling you, that's an, ex- that's an expensive expensive six-pack of beer you're getting for $14.99. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> Two six-packs of Bud Light. Oh, God. No, that, that's not... We refer to that as urine. As you, Oh, okay, urine. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Two six-packs um, of urine. Please. Um, yeah, so that's that's where it is. It's the first um, first game I've heard of that's been put on Sky Box Office. Um so it'll be interesting to see the the viewers, the the, the viewing um, numbers for that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think, I think it'll be a disaster. I don't see. Hope the only is. way that the only way that that can possibly make money is if they're going to charge the pubs the same price to watch them. But sure, aren't the pubs closed? Yeah. No, not in England. They're not. Are they not? No, they're not. I thought okay, Jesus. <laughs> that's why that's why that's why England are having like fifteen thousand cases a day of coronavirus. I tell you that the whole the Irish people drink too much um, stereotype uh, surely has to be um, it surely has to disappear right now because we close our wet pubs and England can't even close theirs. Yes. Yeah, so look, yeah, the fucking. The pay per view. I don't. I don't know. I, it has me slightly angry. Anyway, maybe maybe people are, and and this is what I have to think about too because it's international week. We we don't have any football on the television that we want to watch. Um, I'm stuck. I'm stuck watching fucking hockey uh, <sighs> to try and get myself through things. Uh, refuse to watch golf. Um, and maybe it's it. Maybe people are feeling maybe blowing a bit more out of proportion because they're on an international break and they don't have anything else. But still. Forty ninety nine to watch one game of football, I think, still yeah. is a little bit. It's a disgrace. So, like, cause again, could you imagine? Could you imagine if your team wasn't on any of the channels for like two months and you wanted to watch them every week? You have I, to fork out for that. Yeah, well, I mean, we're like we're obviously in two different countries, and I, I I'm able to watch yeah. the football for nothing. Like, yeah. Uh, so, like, I have my own subscription, and you know, and that's it. And the football comes free with it. But I can only imagine if it was back in Ireland and paying my fucking Sky Sports or BT or Amazon. Or even all of them, yeah. In order to catch Liverpool, 
and uh, and all of a sudden the fucking the game's on a premium and they're, they're going to show it on a box office. Oh, I'd be fucking so, fuming. Yeah, it, it's just so fucking odd. I said we we discussed this before. If it was on a streaming service, say Amazon or something like that, yeah. and on top of your subscription, they charge you an extra five or a month for Premier League. Yeah, I'd buy it all day long. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they're going to spread the cost over a huge base, not just England, mm. Ireland. You know, spread it across the world. Yeah. You know, it's just crazy. I, again, I'd be interested in seeing the viewing numbers. Um, yeah, for that Liverpool Sheffield United game. Um, who's gonna Who's gonna Who's gonna watch Liverpool versus Sheffield United? I mean, if it was if it was part of the Sky Sports package, obviously, or if it was part yeah. of BT, if it I'd was on, it. yeah, I would watch it, obviously. But yeah, if I was living over there and Sheffield United Liverpool were on Sky Box Office, I would not fucking pay fourteen ninety nine for one match. No hope. I for that match for that match I wouldn't pay two ninety nine, and that's the truth. No. And part of it would be the principle, even if it was on box office for five euros, it'd, yeah. ne- it'd nearly be a principle thing where, no, no, I'm paying enough, I'm paying through the nose for everything else, there's no fucking yeah. way I'm paying. Well, that's you know? that's like, if you if you subscribe to Sky Sports alone, and Sky Sports alone is 40 euros a month. Alone? Alone. Jesus. How did, that could be I, wrong, could be 35 or something like that. I, I think you're, I think the model, the fact that Amazon got it, I think the model of Sky Sports and BT is going to go out the window. It, of course. Amazon, Netflix, YouTube, there are all these platforms are, are fucking yeah. making billions uh, with a tighter budget. Um, so I really do think that it's on it's on its way. Yeah, but like and, and just to prove that model now recently, um, you even see um, the likes of computer game companies like Xbox and all that they're mm. launching a streaming service for games. So that's the way it's yeah. going to go. Mm. Why why should football be any different? Exactly. And if if the if the teams, the clubs, the the owners recognize oh shit we're going to make a, a bundle more cash with amazon yeah. or netflix they'll go for it they'll go where the money is or That's even it. or even the premier league just do its own streaming service yeah and yeah. forgo the middleman mm-hmm. all the money comes direct to them yeah absolutely you yeah. know they'd, and they'd get the all end, the advertising revenue they'd get everything they just they'd be just a steal hand over fist i think what they should do as well is they should especially if it goes on amazon or netflix it's amazon and netflix they're already doing documentaries like all or nothing and stuff they should start incorporating movie themes into um the football um so like if there's three presenters um let's say that you don't like people vote as to which one gets released into the woods and then gets chased down by a bunch of hunters so i'm thinking martin tyler uh graham lasso and alan shearer uh, do you know what? I'm not overly opposed to that idea. <laughs> One of them at random gets dropped into a Hunger Game situation. Is that yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I think. That, could you imagine? I don't know. Do you know what? I pay fourteen ninety nine to see that. Alan Shearer running away from a from a rabid dog. <laughs> I'm going to shock you. I'm going to shock you. Okay. I like pay per view. Have I got yeah. a second series? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right. Well. Um. Anyway, that's a that's a side note, obviously. But um, it would be nice uh, if they were able to kind of share the wealth, but they're not. So. Yeah. Um. Oh, excuse me for yawning here. Um. Yeah. So look, it's it's a strange one. I don't think it'll be a success. I certainly won't pay for it. I will not pay that for one game, even if it's fucking Liverpool and Man City for the Champions mm-hmm. League final. I wouldn't pay it. Yep. Yeah, I really. Absolutely. Anyway. Uh. Next one there. Just. Um. The Premier League bailing out the EFL. What do you think? The clubs. 
have they have they decided that they're going to do it? Have they come I just to I just seen something there where they were going to give them X amount of money and then X amount in uh, secured loans or something like that. Oh, like so they won't have to. It'd be like a zero percent loan or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. something okay. like that. So um, I don't know. Well, we talked about it. I'm not opposed to it at all. Really? Um, like. To, I, I think what 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 they, sh- what they could do, I think what would be a really interesting kind of community-based bailout would be is that the, the bailout teams that are in their area, like we talked about before, because you see teams like Bolton and Berry going to the wall without any help, and they're yeah. going to the wall because of debts of 125,000. That's like half a wage of, let's say, Kevin De Bruyne, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean, of a weekly wage, yet teams are going to the wall for it. So I think it's, I, I'm, I'm absolutely for the idea. The fact that they have to be kind of really hand-twisted into it and, and forced into it is a bit fucking disgusting, but such is the game. Um, but yeah, I'm all for it, absolutely. A good number of clubs need the money. There are some clubs that are in the EFL that are absolutely run disastrously, like horribly wrong. Blackpool comes to mind, yeah. their owners are terrible. And if they get a bailout, that's kind of sickening. But if it helps the clubs stay stable and you know, stay afloat, then I'm all for it, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you that would have to be done in the right way. You'd have to have your house in order because, yeah. you know, you could give it to some, you could give a half a million to some club and the directors will take it in fucking fees or something like that, you know. And yeah, exactly. Or they'll, they'll use it to service their debts on something else. Like, you know, as long as it's overseen properly and it's to clubs that really do, you know, have their have their, their ducks in order and, and, and yeah. you know, run the club properly, but just, you know, fell on hard times, then, you know, those yeah. are the clubs I want to be helped. Uh, but I am, I think the idea yeah. well, is, look, is well, a great idea. When you look at when you look at and look, this is not just I'm not just picking on Man City here, but mm-hmm. like that you could build, but they were going to spend four hundred million on Messi. Mm. Mm. You know, couldn't they so, give some of that in loans to smaller clubs? They could, <laughs> but these is the same Man City whose owner, the director, whoever said that they wanted to start up a, a Premiership B team. So you think he cares about the EFL? No. Um, no. He just he just wants that Premiership model. I'm sure he wants the Super Club model, uh, where just all this, the bigger clubs in Europe just play each other, and the Premiership is left to the side. Um, I'm telling you, that will happen. Yeah, that will happen. Yeah. It'll be it'll be like um it'll be like an NFL base. You'll have conferences. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll have the East and West conference or something like that, and then you'll have a big tournament then at the end of the year for the for the winner of it. As uh, the more money, it, it's all it's all a money making idea. So. Mm. You'll you'll just see all these super clubs probably pulling away. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Nothing surprises me now at this stage. No, I went. I'm like, in terms of revenue stream, the gulf between you know the top five or six in in the Premier League and the rest is just astonishing. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's... The the one that kind of doesn't is is Everton. They seem to have plenty of money uh, because of their owner. Mm-hmm. But I think I think in terms of if UEFA get their act together and reinforce this FIFA fair play thing, a lot of that will go away. You know, it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, well, so is the fair play thing because that's a that's an absolute joke. If it, if yeah. if I'm honest, considering what happened with Man City, it's dead. Um, it it doesn't it doesn't exist. Fair play, um, no. it doesn't exist at all. No, it was a nice it was a nice idea, but um, it's like. Man City just shouldn't have got away with that. They got away like in the final verdict, they were found guilty of it. Mm-hmm. But it's because it the case wasn't taken within a certain proper time. It's the statute of limitations, yeah. Yeah. Um, like how so, disgusting is that? 
they just ran out of time. They actually they did, yeah. they did do it. They just ran yeah. out of time and been prosecuted. So um, it just goes to show you that. And, and they're the ones that ran it out. They withheld. They didn't respond. So they meant the amount of time that, that um, elapsed meant that, you know, City said they'll, uh, they'll challenge it. And they challenged it and they won. And Sounds that's like that of... Spanish blood doping case that's going on at the minute. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. There's a there's a blood doping case, and we're a doctor for a cycling team. And apparently, it's it's filthy throughout all the sports. Mm-hmm. But he was he was blood doping people, but he had all the lawyers and all that, and they had it dragged out over ten years. And eventually, when it came to court, mm-hmm. uh, his lawyer informed him that the statute of limitations had now passed, and he couldn't be prosecuted on it. Oh, good for him. Yeah. But apparently he had, apparently, you know, he was guilty of doping cyclists and God knows who else as well. Oh, God, yeah, well, you know, that doesn't surprise me. It, it, not, nothing surprises me. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a doctor, if he was involved in other sports or other um, superstars and, you know, statue limitation ran out in him and obviously the people can't be named. Yeah, so, so it's crazy. Yeah, it's pure crazy. Anyway, um, Champions League. Champions League, yeah, it's coming up soon. The, 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 when this international break is over, it is going to get like the games are going to be coming every what Saturday, Wednesday. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Saturday, yes, like yeah, yeah, it's going to be insane for for a month up till December. It's great. I'm looking forward to it, but I just <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how uh, how the teams stack up. Um, yeah. you know, it, 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 it's. The teams are already shortened. There's all these COVID cases now. Um, the uh, Dutch league had to close its doors again. They had their doors open for fans. They had to close yeah. their doors down, I think, for six weeks. The same has happened in Italy. Um, and yet all these people are going, all these players and staff are going to be traveling all over Europe. Um, you know, Liverpool have to go to Atlanta. Um, they have to go to, I think, Ajax, to, mm. to Holland and stuff like that. Like, but it's all over Europe. So, yeah, exactly. So it's it's... It's going to be interesting to see, like, I mean, how many people are going to come back and test positive, and then they're out. So the whole bloody squad is going to be tested. That's crazy. It's, it's, yeah. I seen there that uh, Jordan Shakiri was tested again or something like that, and he was found negative. Yeah, yeah. You can get false. You can, well, you can get false positives and false negatives. If you do enough um, coke, you'll get anything. <laughs> uh, so that's that's interesting, but. It, this next three months, October, November, December, are, are going to be insane. Mm. You're going to, you know, COVID cases with, with players pulling out. Um, one player injuries. could bring it in. Yeah, one player could bring it into the team. The injuries are going to happen. Uh, the deepest squads are the ones, and the ones with most resolve, and the lucky ones are the ones that are going to do well. So even the way the Premiership is this year, how chaotic it is and hard to predict. I think the Champions League could be like that this year. Well, with a bit of luck, I'd love to see a throw up a surprise. You know, obviously, I want Liverpool to win it, but. You know, yeah. I'd I'd like to see you know maybe a team like Ajax mm. win it or something. You know, just someone strange. But like, if you look at Liverpool's um, Liverpool's group this year, mm. like okay, it's probably the most favourable group in it. But still, Atalanta won't be easy. Ajax won't be easy. Ajax will definitely Mid- not be easy. Atalanta, Mid- Atalanta won't be easy. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. They're going. They're going to be tough games, you know. Um, that Midland crowd. <laughs> we could I, probably we could probably resign John Arnarisa to play against them. I have not. I have not. I have no information on them whatsoever. I just yeah. know that the Ajax and Atlanta games are going to be really difficult. Yeah. Um, 
as will probably every game will be considering the circumstances that people are going to be playing in. So yeah. it'll be a fun three months. Yes, it shall. Uh, but at least at least there's football back on the TV. And True. That. Yeah, not international football, it, actual it, proper football. <laughs> yes, we discussed that um, um, international football but due to some unfortunate interference in the background. I'm not certain if it'll get out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, I'll do my best in the clean-up situation. Do edit, edit your balls off. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, any other uh, news floating around there that I, I'm not aware of? I haven't actually I, been reading any news this morning. I haven't really. Um, there was an article, I think, in The Guardian as to what Pep does next. Um, so they were talking about signing Leo Messi next year. Obviously, money is an issue. Um, 30, I think it will be 33 or 34 next year. Money's not an issue. Age isn't an issue with Man City. Um, so that would not surprise me if no, they signed no. him and got the got, got the old band back together with Pep. Um, yeah. <laughs> so but at thirty three years of age, do you think he'd still be able to cut it, like in the Premier League? Uh, I or do they not? Do they not even care? Do they just want the Champions? They, they League don't now? care. I I don't think they particularly care about his age. I don't think they particularly care about if he's good enough. They just want Messi in a Man City jersey, number ten, with Messi on the back. Sell those jerseys, get mm. the brand. You know, highlight the brand around the world even more. Um, they don't give a shit if he probably won't even play in the Premiership. He probably just play in the Champions League. So, yeah, yeah. earning forty million a year in wages. True, true. <laughs> um, so, what that's about? Really... Yeah, what about um, Liverpool's new goalkeeper? I saw there's sign. Did they sign um, Jack Butland? No. Oh, okay. Well, they've been linked Butland. with Jack Butland. Yeah. No, they signed uh, Marcello Pitaluga. Oh, from, from Fluminense. From, yeah, I saw that. He uh, saw a picture of himself and Allison um, at the training ground. Yeah, why yeah. not? The Lord knows we need another goalkeeper. Do you know? Do you know who scouted him? Tell me, pray tell. Muriel Becker. Allison Muriel. Becker's Allison's Becker's brother. Their parents must have hated them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I was full sure that was going to be his mother. Muriel Becker. <laughs> I know we we'll call them Muriel and Allison. No one will steal them. I think. Um, aren't 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 they? Doesn't he have a German passport too? Weren't they? Aren't they half German? Uh, with a name like Becker, you would think, wouldn't you? Obviously, yeah. Allison like Becker. With 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 um, the name Becker, you just get flashes of ginger tennis players. <laughs> it's an interesting one, Muriel and Allison. Good yeah. Lord. God, the father, father must have hated them. Really the, father, the father lost the fight on naming rights in that relationship, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, apparently he's the hottest prospect in in future goalkeeping. Which I'll take means Queevin Kelleher needs to fucking leave. <laughs> yeah, you can see him going out and long because he's in the, he's in around the Irish team as well. So I'd like to see yeah. him um, get some game time. Yeah, for sure. He's mm-hmm. not going to knock um, Alison Becker as long as he's on. <sighs> no one's going to knock him off. Yeah, and to be honest like, with you, I wouldn't be surprised if we go and sign Muriel Becker now either. <laughs> well, look, anyway, I did, I did see, Alice I did, Muriel. I did see in the, I think it was the Liverpool Echo that they were linked with um, Jack Butland. Uh, he's got a year left in his contract, and Stoke want his um, wages off the books. Um, so they might take a, just to get 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 some money because he's on a free next year. So. Yeah, get rid we'll of. See. 
get rid of Adrian. Oh Christ, yeah. Yeah, so just get to get rid of Butler or get rid of um, Allison then or so or not Allison fucking um, Adrian. Get rid of Adrian the same way we got rid of Vesterveld and Dudek. Well, how right. did exactly we get rid of Vesterveld? I just woke up one day and he wasn't there anymore and we two new goalkeepers. We did, we did. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, one little of, mistake. Oh, no, it was a big, the biggest mistake was signing them. Vesterveld was shocking. Um, <laughs> Dudek, the same with Dudek and Reina had the same thing. They started off well and then they, they, they were just prone to all these huge errors in major games. See, I never thought Dudek was a great goalkeeper. I never said he was great. Yeah. I just said he started off well. Yeah, but like I, I didn't even think he was a good goalkeeper, and he was okay. He was more fun to take the piss out of than anything else. Yeah, well, he still has a Champions League medal. Yeah, hairy bastard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so look, there's nothing really else to talk about on this um Saturday, whether it's Stroke Friday, whenever we got this recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, su- I suppose the, the next thing is the um the start up of the Premiership again after this international. Yeah. Break and we can we can do another one then. Yeah, for sure. We'll get that one done and bang it out. We'll slap it down. We'll slap it down. Liverpool Everton Derby. <laughs> okay, Rob. Take it easy. Um sign us off there with a nice uh, Alan Partridge quote from me, please. Jesus. Put me under pressure. Uh, uh okay, an Alan Partridge quote. Uh, watch it. Oh, mince. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make? Can you make? Can you come upstairs and make porn come on my TV? <laughs> okay, my friends. See you later. All right. Thanks, Lynn. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs>